Welcome to Just Jive Pod, a podcast where we share a drink, talk about life, and just jive. I'm Jerome. And I'm Jesse. And hey, yo, thanks for uh, coming back and listening to us. We're going to be talking a bit about metal. But before we get into that, um, what are we drinking today, Jerome? We're drinking something a little ironic. <laughs> a little um, bit. We are drinking an Angry Orchard rosé cider hey Um, all right it is a uh i mean the color is literally just pink yep and it's very very rosy yeah what do you what do you think of it it's it's a rosé cider uh i mean what else can you say like if you've had any rosés um it characterizes the taste pretty well Mm -hmm. it's not as i mean it's a cider because it's a little fizzy it's nice it's it's easy to drink yeah um Tell me about why we why we have this. Well, my wife, this is probably one of my wife's favorite uh, beverages, alcoholic beverages, um, similar to the uh, Voodoo Ranger uh, hey, reasoning yeah. as before. We also went to Costco, <laughs> bought a twenty four pack of Angry Orchard ciders, and like Hazy IPA was the reason I bought that one. Rose. This rosé one was exactly why we bought it. So. Um, easy to drink, really yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, it's just a good um, time. It's sweet. It's nice, and yeah, if if you're not about like the hoppier or the more bitter side, this is a good, um, easy introduction to something tasty. Yeah, yeah, not not hoppy. I think literally at all, and it's very. Uh, I think again, ironically, but I will go smoothly <laughs> with uh, what we're talking about today. Yeah. So. Yeah, so Jesse, why don't you talk yeah, a little so, bit more? About yeah, this? so our uh, our topic today is metal. Um, we talked a little bit about our musical background, um, Jerome's being with, um, you know, playing, listening to metal, loving metal, me into choir and kind of that like classical side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we wanted to take a little deeper dive into um, metal and just like a little bit of the history of it. A little bit more, like why Jerome loves it, and and some little technicalities too, and then yeah, just our experience, both of our experience with it. Um, yeah. Again, limited or not, and a little bit of that. Yeah. So, getting started, um, I think you wanted to talk about um, the history behind metal and what you know what you wanted to get into with it. So yeah, can you share a bit about your understanding of the history of metal? Yeah, um, and I think this will be probably good for listeners, especially who probably listen to maybe more modern metal and then honestly just say like what the heck like yeah. where did this come from like what is this noise maybe for some people some bands um but the thing about metal is it's a lot like other genres mm. um the roots are they're they're deep um they're mm. from you know from the 60s you oh, can wow. really trace it all the way back to the 60s the 50s um there's since then obviously um with that much time in between there's been so many forks in the road right Right. um where you know there's more emphasis on this type of like music and then another one and then that just continues over the years but like a lot of people probably imagine metal is mostly rock Rock and roll roots, okay, which is ultimately like starting up with um, you know the Beatles, Rolling yeah. Stones, the Who, um, back in the '60s and '70s. With um, even for them, they've had a lot of 
you know, blues, jazz, folk related. Um, Interesting. Um, you know, background, their own uh, influences, right? And Beatles, as we know, is kind of the face of like, holy crap, like th- yeah. this band is like changing the world, right? And you can even stem it back to like Elvis, like as a yeah, as an icon true. of like the rebellious, yeah. like, yeah, you know, like screw, like conservative, like whatever, yeah. right? But then Beatles is like, oh, this is like for sure, like on a worldwide level, right? So like... What are you? What what I'm hearing is like metal kind of almost started as a sub genre of rock, um, mm-hmm. and then maybe grew into its own genre. Like, of yeah, music? is that does that sound about right? Yeah. So I mean, it it had to start somewhere. Yeah, and it started with those really early roots, and um, rock ultimately became heavier. Mm. I mean, I'm sure we've all heard Beatles songs like. They're fun and they're like tangy, yeah. twangy and stuff, but like it's it's not heavy at all. Yeah. But then um, in the seventies and into the eighties, like we're starting to see a little bit harder rock. Like probably a lot of the more famous bands that people know, like Led Zeppelin, mm. Black Sabbath, um, ACDC. Even um, I'm just kind of naming the more yeah. pop pe- the ones that people will probably know. Even like Guns and Roses. Uh, yeah. they're, they're a bit later, but they're starting to have more distortion, a little bit more, even more rebellious, you know, like more the long, yeah, more grit, longer hair, like more <laughs> yeah. just, I don't care about the, the status quo kind of thing. Um, yeah. and from that, like, yeah, like you said, like this is around the time when metal was really starting to develop. Um, mm. the, the line between hard rock into like metal is around this time in the 70s okay. and 80s like led zeppelin some people call that metal but it, it's more i see it more as hard rock yeah black sabbath is kind of they're starting to teeter that line they're teetering that teetering that line a little bit more darker evil sounding yeah. music and then obviously we know like some of the truly first like wave of metal like true pure metal bands like metallica yeah. megadeth iron maiden um, pantera um yeah you know there's a, a bunch of them but but they didn't really sound like each other necessarily they didn't yeah. they all had their own flavor um like out of that band i i really like iron maiden and um, probably megadeth the most okay um metallica was just pure thrash and there's a little bit they're a little bit more um i, I uh, to be honest i'm not a huge metallica fan like i don't mm-hmm. hate them but i i don't listen to them that much but yeah like you said, there's you could tell there's a difference. Um, granted, Dave Mustang from Megadeth, the the, the um, lead singer, was in Metallica, and then he oh. he kind of they had a falling out, and then and created he, Megadeth. But so they're like they're considered like thrash metal. Yeah, okay. um, they're the the fathers of thrash metal. With um, sneak preview for later in the um, episode, we're actually gonna see a pretty cool video and listen to a pretty cool video about the different genres, but yeah. they're, they're about speed. They're about like, um, just the word thrashing. Right. Yeah. And then Iron Maiden is a lot more, a lot more melodic. Um, a lot more like, uh, also there's thrash elements a lot more, um, like is like, a galloping, like, yeah. Okay. And then Pantera, um, the, the, Dimebag Daryl, rest in peace. He he got shot, I think, or stabbed by a, a fan at a concert. But oh, he man. was just straight up like crazy solos and just really 
grungy kind of like metal, which was um, really awesome. But this is around the 70s and 80s, or okay. more so, yeah, 70s, 80s, early 90s, which yeah. these bands were the most prominent. And these guys were really like the forefathers of like what we consider um, like heavy metal. Okay. Right. But like then they set the foundation exactly, for the rest of the genre. Yeah. So you listen to, you hear a lot of the bands that came up in the 90s and the early 2000s. And honestly, a lot of them are going to say, yeah, like um, Metallica, Iron Maiden were our influences. Right. And. Mm. You know, like I said earlier, because of all these forks on the road, there's just so many different influences, influencing influencers. And then yeah. it's just like a, this this vicious cycle of like, there's just new types of subgenres being created, right? Because they were inspired by someone else, exactly. probably inspired by someone else, exactly. et cetera, et cetera. And to be honest, like metal at this point really became worldwide. It wasn't mm. just... Um, you know, America or in England, where, yeah. which Iron Maiden's from, right? Yeah. And we're starting to see the uh, Scandinavian metal scene grow like crazy, which is actually, to be honest, like my favorite type of metal. Mm. Um, we're seeing it all throughout America. Um, I think at this point, even in like Latin America, it was being pr- pretty prominent as well. Mm. And around this time, the 90s to the early 2000s is when the subgenres were like, really solidified like oh this is for sure not th- sounds like this yeah like if you listen to metallica or iron maiden like they still have a lot of the same elements but now we're getting into some crazy differences like uh um, yeah. there's like death metal um there's black metal there's power metal there's doom metal like okay. these are when the distinctions and the walls were starting to break up yeah. um and there's you know, speed metal and thrash okay. metal was still like kind of becoming right. this thing too. So it's it's just a testament to like, um, you know, as time goes on, as people grow, as nations and as groups of people grow to love yeah. metal, um, their own folk music or their own musical background begins to shape it. And like you said, Jesse, it's it's not just the music that's influencing them there. It's everything that's yeah. influencing their um, metal, right? For sure. And it sounds like, yeah, um, just as other musical genres have grown and developed over over time, metal, once it found its, like, maybe in, the, in that 70s, 80s period where um, a couple major bands kind yeah. of set the foundation for it, then, like, that kind of started distinguishing, oh, there are sub-genres of metal, right? Yeah. Like, if I'm if I'm just looking at, like, you know how apple has categorized their genres like yeah. for a long time it was just like hitting the major ones but you know some some genres had like sub sub genres like you know um r&b and like pop had a couple like mini genres yeah, yeah. but then metal is just metal yeah. um, but then now maybe it's different maybe like metal has like sub listings right actually like spotify has actually been really impressive too because they do like their daily plays like playlists and stuff for yeah. for the user and they break down my metal into the right genre. Like, wow. here's your Scandinavian metal. Here's your like American like uh, metal core kind of yeah. things. And then I'm like, wow, That's you guys pretty impressive. You guys know your stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's it's pretty cool, you know. Um, but again, like early 2000s to nowadays, like there's even more changes. Mm. Like, 
Um, there's melodic death metal. Um, you know, like even more of a sub death metal, <laughs> melodic death metal. There's like uh, groove metal. There's okay. progressive death metal. There's nowadays there's a lot of uh, kind of a new thing. It's um, like gent. I don't know if you heard of this thing mm-hmm. called gent. It's this. Uh, oh, we'll probably get to it later. But it's a lot of um, very low tuned guitars. But it's just like kind of like very uh, rhythm based. Yeah. Right? Okay. Interesting. And very crazy time signatures. Oh um, man. And something that's huge in America is like metalcore, deathcore, which is um, a, a bit of je- it's like a very mixed pot. Honestly, even has some like punk elements okay. in it. So it's like there's so much different stuff yeah. now that, to be honest, um. I wouldn't even put a lot of these in the same playlist. Like mm. it's, it's that to that to that extent of difference. Like, yeah, it's it's not just oh metal. Okay, like you said, it's not just gonna be in the same um, listening yeah. mode. I guess yeah, right? yeah, not in the same genre anymore. It's I mean it's in the f- same overarching genre, but not necessarily the same. Like, if I'm in the mood for this, it might not be the same mood as another another band you want to listen exactly. to. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you for thanks for sharing with us about like a little bit about the history. But um, so for many of us, including myself, um, this next section is for all of us. It's um, <laughs> what we've aptly titled um, like "Metal for Dummies." Um, and yeah, what what do you want to listen for? So um, first thing first is like just you personally. What 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 attracted you about metal, um, and why why should I be considering it or, or potentially listen to it? Yeah, I, I think this was talked about during our uh, angels and demons um episode that right. the famously titled i mean famous within some of our friends <laughs> but um right. it's it really did initially catch my attention just because of musicality um what's attractive about metal even if it's iron maiden is just jeez these guys are just like they're so good at like mm. playing their instruments. Um, granted, like there's jazz and blues and like other uh, like classical guitar, but it's metal is such a good synergy of both emotion and um, and skill. Mm. And I think for me, um, given my personality and my what I look for in music and like skill wise, I think metal has always just been so glamorous to me yeah um but for listeners and and yourself jesse like yeah um you guys listen to other genres but the reality is like we were sharing in the history segment like the metal wasn't just influenced on metal like metal was also influenced by believe it or not probably pop yeah you know it wasn't it didn't come out of nothing it didn't come out of nothing um there are so many sub genres and along with the genres, there are so many types of emotions and ambiances, you mm. can say, that come with it. Like, there's some bands where it's truly just like, oh, I just want to see you like play the hardest thing you can, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, technical, just super technical. Like, um, probably Dream Theater is a good example of that. Just progressive and just, holy crap, they're yeah. so good, right? Um, there's upbeat. Um, bands like a lot of them probably like with uh, pop influences or or I should say more more so like punk influences where it's anthem driven like um, 
power metal is a good example of this where it's a little campy a little cheesy where they're almost like riding horses to battle but like <laughs> with a smile on their face not like you know it's like a very yeah. we, we can listen to it later but like okay. um it's it's upbeat it's more like um it's more fun there's scenic um ambiance driven mu- uh, metal where it's more so about the ambience it's trying to create okay. um one of the bands that i i really like is um you know part of the name it's isis they were called isis before those freaking yeah, you know, terrorists yeah. but like the worst yeah um they're they're actually based in la mm. um i don't think they're around anymore but like they're they're slow but then they build up and it's like a very like i love listening to it on like a uh, like a long drive where it's like you're just looking out on the scenery you know yeah um there's epic like straight up like there's two types of epic there's that power metal the cheesy upbeat okay. epic but yeah. also the epic like viking type epic like one of my favorite um like epic bands is called amana marth which is like mm. their kind of their own like subgenre within um metal is called like viking kind of death viking melodic death metal yeah which you literally listen to it and you're like i think i think i can go fight a battle right now and like <laughs> win you know yeah yeah um there's inspirational inspirational um there's actually electronic which i I mentioned on that angels and demons podcast like uh, born of osiris that's right they've got like crazy electronic sequences and i think there's so many more like i can go on for hours just talking about it but i think the biggest takeaway is like dude metal is not one-dimensional it's Like I said, if it were, I would have just one playlist of like 500 songs. But it's, I have like, I can probably get, create at least 10 different playlists and even more, right? With different feels, different like styles. Yeah. And and different things you like about each of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like on a rainy day versus a sunny day, I might want to listen to different type. Yeah. Yeah. Just like you want, just like other people might want to listen to certain types of music too. Yeah. Yeah. So what what should I be like trying to appreciate in metal? Um, what what are things like within the metal genre that, as a current like not real listen like non listener, that I can like learn to appreciate about like the genre? Right, right. So I I'm a guitarist, so I I can definitely speak more to the guitar aspect of metal. Right. Um, I've kind of been really i'm definitely really intrigued by the drum aspect but if you're if you love just instruments playing together and being in synergy like we talked about before like Mm. this greater the sum is greater than the parts like i think metal is such a good definition uh, or example of that you know like for me man my guitars just the soloing is one thing um like people who play guitar fast and their techniques are great. I mean that that in itself is something really cool to listen for. Um, the tone itself, um, like if you listen to the type of recording from like the '90s and the '80s, like uh, not great because you know technology and stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, technological limitations and yeah. recording software now, and yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of different things that led to. Um, different kinds of sounds back then right yeah and but even to be honest like even nowadays like some people's tones i I don't really like as much other people might but you know for me it's like 
um, when the tone is super clean and crisp, like an IPA. Right? <laughs> Honestly, that's the when I think of certain riffs, it reminds me of IPAs because it's like it's dry. It's very like um, you know, like some of the bands I love, like like Gojira, Lamb mm-hmm. of God, um, Opeth, which is actually my favorite band. Like when they have a great tone in their guitar, like whoo, man, it just it can it drives um it drives the songs right yeah um the drums i think we were on the car in the car earlier talking about this but we were listening to a lamb of god album and like jesse i don't know what did you say about the drums yeah i i had pointed out i'm like i was listening um, because i i run sound for events and stuff and and also for my church um but yeah i was listening to the drums and um it sounded like the the drummer was doing a double bass thing and then I like to think about like yeah the technicalities of how yeah. that's being done and stuff, and I just ask like oh you know like how are they able to like do this and and I think you basically just said like yeah that's that just shows the the how crazy and technical and how skilled these like musicians are um, playing yeah. in this genre because it really does push it to the edge and I think it's kind of alluding back to what we talked about in Angels and Demons but um, something that's crazy about this genre is it it pushes the it pushes the the people playing, especially the instruments, um, right, right, to some upper limits. Yeah, I was talking to a friend who's a drumist recently, uh, actually Lisa's husband, um, mm. Jeremy, and we were just chatting about, um, hey, what do you when you listen to metal or like rock, like what do you listen to first? He's like drums. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm guitar, right? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. just kind of chatting over, like, dude, like there's just so much so many dynamics to um the metal songs i will shout out um a couple videos um of course Mm. you probably can't we're not gonna see it here and probably not allowed to but um a guitarist that i used to really like i haven't really been following up uh, unfortunately is a guy named alexi leho alexi a-l-e-x-i Leho is an L-A-I-H-O. He's the uh, lead guitarist and singer for a band, a Finnish melodic death metal band called Children of Bodom. Okay. That's B-O-D-O-M. Just look up Alexi Leho soloing and you'll you'll see why. He's just, he plays with like, almost like a swagger. Like, and yeah. he's just so good. Like, he plays so fast and he's got, uh, he's actually got a classical music background huh, when he was younger. Okay. So his first album, I think he used like Vivaldi, like, Mm. melodies yeah and then then made it super epic that's awesome and i want to shout out two drummers um the drummer from lamb of god named chris adler a-d-l-e-r i feel like i've actually heard that name really he's he's a beast um he's one of those ogs like just straight technical um drummers um and what i love about his their recording is that the sound of their double bass is just so it's 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 beautiful Mm -hmm. right and then a second one is the um, Mario Duplantier, um, mm. D-U-P-L-I-N-T-I-E-R, I think. Um, he's the drummer for um, Gojira, mm. and he, they have debates, but what I'm seeing on like metal news, he, a lot of people are saying he's the best drummer in the world right now. Mm. Yeah. Um, granted, you know, like... Give and take, right? Yeah, yeah. D- different people have slightly different perspectives yeah, and but opinions. Yeah, just check him out. Um, Dang. Yeah, he, he's insane. But it's like, you know, like, there's a lot of elements to the metal 
songs to appreciate. I know a lot of people hate the growling, the screaming. Yeah.、Um, the way someone told me to explain it best is to actually not see that as screaming or growling, like、yeah. like a like a voice, but rather see that as an instrument in itself. Interesting. And because a lot of times, I hadn't, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, it's really interesting. Like when when I changed that perspective, I was like, oh yeah, like. It's not just like、uh, singing lyrics to go along with the music, but it's、yeah. part of the music itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. Well, yeah. Thanks, thanks for giving us a little bit about、um, how to potentially get into metal, or at least how to listen to it and appreciate it.、Um, I know that you're a huge, huge, huge metal fan,、yeah. and you know,、um, Evans was even at your wedding. I'm having a metal song at your wedding. That was、yeah. definitely a、uh, one for the books.、Um, but yeah, it was helpful to hear. Like, yeah, just. How you appreciate it, how you learn to appreciate、mm -hmm. it,、um, and how podcast episode. So, shout out to Christopher with a K and an F. We're actually gonna move into a segment where we're gonna、um, include、uh, a segment of a, a video that we're gonna actually listen to together. Yeah,、um, and yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. Yeah, it's um, it's a video called "History of Metal in One Song."、Um, it's by Guitar Masterclass and. Don't worry, I got permission from、um, their guy,、uh, which graciously said, "Yeah, go for it. Use use their、uh, video and audio、yeah. in the、uh, in the in our podcast episode." So, shout out to Christopher with a K.、Uh, he's he's from Sweden, which is、um, so just really awesome. Yeah,、um, he specifically wanted me to shout out、um, the Guitar Master Class dot net、um, website and. Also check out their、uh, YouTube channel as well. So yeah, and we'll be posting those links for you guys to、yeah. to see. So here it is. So this is called Blues Rock. Heavy rock. This is heavy metal.、Mm. Thrash metal. You can hear that thrash, right? Yep. Okay. This is glam metal. So like hair metal, like poison. Where they dress like、uh, cross-dressing. <laughs> This is a doom metal. This is death metal.
grindcore. Black metal. There's groove metal, and this is more like uh, Lamb of God. Okay. And Pantera. Progressive metal. Power metal. New metal and you metal. Melodic death metal. Symphonic metal. Hmm. Metal core. And just so you guys are wondering, yes, it is one guitarist playing the entire time. Modern prog metal, also gent, 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 gent. Ah, uh, makes sense. All right, so again, that is history of metal in one song on YouTube by guitar masterclass again shouting out christopher and that whole company um jesse what what'd you think well well uh first of all the guitarist was insane um just to be able to pull off like playing different subgenres of of this like this genre of metal was impressive i was like wow yeah he's a very talented musician yeah but also yeah it, it provided such a good like overview of like you were talking about earlier in the episode just or in the session like the history and and different types of metal like and they're very they are pretty distinct from each right, other right. um they're they're very very distinct from each other and um 
Yeah, there, there's ones that I, you know, I can find myself listening to, ones I have actually ha- uh, listened yeah, to before, yeah. or at least kind of, kind of, and then other ones where I'm like, oh, I've never heard that before. I've never wanted to listen to this before, but maybe I'll give it a shot, you know? Yeah. Were there any specific ones where you're like, you, you, mem- were that were memorable that you liked or memorable that you're like, eh, maybe not? Yeah, so... um so in my limited exposures, Mel, and I think we'll cover this again later, um, I have listened to just a little bit of Metallica, okay. which is, again, like you said, more of that thrash metal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the most I would say I've listened to is Under Oath, oh. um, which I don't know what category they fit in. Is it that more like melodic? It'll or probably be more under metalcore, I think, metalcore? a little bit. Yeah. Okay. But I know, th- I know they've also gone through their own evolution sure, like, yeah, in, yeah. in their different albums. But um, yeah, I, I've, I found like I, I really like the lyrical, like the, the melodic side of right. music. Um, again, I, I'm a you know, choir nerd. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I like stuff with a melody. Um, right. And, you know, even if it's melody layered on top of like the, the metal foundation, I, mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's pretty typical of... Um, some of the older Underoath stuff, which yeah. is what I listened to for quite a while, actually. Yeah, yeah. So stuff like that I, is some some of the stuff I do like. Um, I still haven't gotten as much into like the growl or the vocal, like the the heavier screaming side. Right. Um, yeah, just because I think personally, I just miss the the melody a bit. Yeah. Um, but again, that it's I found like this video is really interesting for me to to watch and listen to. Yeah, again, we'll definitely post it up. Um, yeah, you guys should check it out. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So um, our last segment, we want to get into, like, um, yeah, Jerome has mentioned it a couple times, but uh, just his, like, favorite genres, his his bands that he's already mentioned, and maybe getting into a bit of, a bit of it more, but also maybe sharing some of that um, listeners like us who either haven't listened to it for a while or... Uh, maybe want to get into uh, maybe yeah. some like gateway bands for us to yeah, get into. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, can you um, just share like, yeah, some what are your some of your favorite genres and and the bands that emulate those genres best? Yeah, um, I think my favorite two um, genres of metal um, are melodic death metal for sure is my top. Um, and a lot of that is within Scandinavia, okay. Sweden mostly. Um, bands like um, Dark Tranquility from Sweden, um, Children of Bodin, and Kalma, which is K A L M A, for and from Finland. Um, they they actually incorporate a lot of like Scandinavian folk music into their stuff too. Yeah. But um, again, also Amanamarth, the Viking death metal band, is also melodic. Yeah. Um, and the reason I like that is just because, to be honest, like like you're saying, um, being able to hear the melodies, but like it's even crazier when it's like complex melodies, right? Um, mm. Hearing that in the music, even um, even in something as like metal, right, is is really interesting. Um, yeah, my favorite band overall is a progressive death metal band okay they're called opeth um o-p-e-t-h okay um they are progressive in the sense that they their music is all over the place um there's some songs that are the heaviest things i've ever heard in my life Mm. and also some of the softest songs 
I've ever heard in my life either, all <laughs> within the same five minute span. Um, I'll show you Jesse later. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I'm probably illegal to put him on this podcast, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I mean, that band has been with me for a long time. Um, in my dark times, when, um, yeah, I mean, the lyrics, the 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 way he sings, he's the, I think one of the best death metal growlers in the industry, but also probably the best clean singer in the industry too. Which wow. is wow, it's that's, rare. That's a really rare combination. I feel yeah. like. Um, lately, um, I've actually really been getting into the more like deathcore, metalcore, more American, like I call it angry metal music, to be honest. Um, cause like, it sounds angry. It sounds angry. Um, a lot of it has to do with one of my good friends, um, which maybe I'll shout out, um, have him come on to talk about some of the concerts we've been, uh, yeah. to before, but it's, you know, he, he's really into that type of music. I used to not be until... We went to one of the concerts, and I was like, "Yeah, it's growing on me." And the, yeah, the latest okay. one we went to, the Born of Osiris one, um, there's a band called Make Them Suffer um, that uh, also sounds toured. angry. <laughs> it sounds angry. Um, it's it's really good. Um, but you know, this idea of a gateway band, I was taking some time to think about it, yeah. but I feel like now that I've kind of covered and discussed. The, the broad spectrum, the broad of, spectrum. Yeah. Like, like one of my friends, he's into EDM, and I, I was like, "Hey, check out Born of Osiris. I think you might like, kind of like how it's kind of there's like drops similarly, like you know, like very similar aesthetics to it. If you like punk, Children of Bodom is the singer has a lot of like kind of punk elements to how he sings and screams, and even the riffs are very like. Similar to, um, yeah, yeah, basically, obviously, if you only like acoustic and like you don't like things loud things, you're not gonna probably like metal. But right. there are, you could probably search up blank metal. Mm. There's, I'm sure you've heard of, um, what is it like? Those cutesy Japanese girls, like oh, yeah, I forgot what it's called. Oh um, man, there's a there's there's a series on Netflix that yeah, it's like the cartoon where. Oh yeah, uh, Agret Agretsuko or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But it's like there's X or blank types of metal. There's folk metal. There's one of my bands that I've been really into is called Chitonic. C H T H O N I C. They're a Taiwanese folk death metal band, and they have the Erhu and like um, Pipa that, playing in there. That is a and lot of uh, of. A lot of subscriptors, <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of descriptors there. Yeah. Um, and you know, like, I think you'll definitely, there's definitely like a learning curve in the sense like it's going to be hard at first. Yeah. But once you get over certain things, I think you'll start to see the beauty of a lot of it. Um, Sounds like drinking beer. Oh, yeah. Like the IPAs, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how about you, Jesse? I, I've talked a lot this episode. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, your... this is this is your specialty. Dude, I, I, yeah. yeah. Um, what what's your expe- exposure to metal? Um, what are your thoughts on metal? Maybe before and after this session. Yeah, um, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I have two main ties to metal. Um, I mentioned one earlier, but actually one before that. Uh, I guess time wise. So in middle school, um, which is when I first started getting into playing music, um, again, like our music, our Angels and Demons episode, I I focused on um, the choir side of that mm-hmm. session 
But actually, um, the first thing that got me into music, like more, more in school, was um, orchestra. So right. in middle school, I, I picked up the cello and decided to join the orchestra. And you know, I, I again uh, semi regret, but I didn't ever take it that seriously. But one of my coolest memories from um, playing in the orchestra th- during middle school, I feel like now that like you know we've had the session. Um, my orchestra instructor was probably a metalhead, oh, um, but the reason I say that is one of the craziest songs I've ever, I've ever played, but also um, enjoyed the most is we played an orchestral version of "Master of Puppets" Dude, by Metallica. Like, oh wow! Um, so we, you know, I didn't know what this was. Like, I just thought it was a crazy, complicated piece of music, and then I like later found out I was like, oh, this is actually like. A metal song mm. and then at the actual like concert where we performed this like you know it, it was uh, um the orchestra but also like you know some of the some of the metal like pl- like band players so they were playing on like the drums and the electrics oh. and bass and stuff which again personally i was like oh like i felt like maybe it was overtune so it wasn't balancing the orchestra well but anyways sure, sure. that aside like i that's where i was like I guess in hindsight, I'm like, man, I can definitely appreciate the complexity of this music. Right. Because putting that on onto like orchestra music and sheet music, it was intense. Yeah. Like playing that time signature, playing some of the, um, yeah, just the rhythms in it were so complicated. And you're like, oh, it just sounds like, it sounds simple. It's like, no. When you, when you see our Not sheet really. music, you, tell me otherwise. Yeah. So that was my first exposure to it. My second is... Um, when I actually did listen to Under Oath. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah, I think it was a solid year where Under Oath was like, I, I go through these phases where I listen to albums over and over. Um, I, I think now I'm in a phase where I'm like kind of mixing that with listening to singles. But mm. um, for a long time, I would just put an album on, listen to it, and then let it run through, put it back on, let it run through. And that was like life for a long time. Right, right. And um, yeah, the the Under Oath album, uh, it's titled They're Only Chasing Safety from 2004. Um, that was one of, actually it was one of my favorite albums. Um, it captured the like metal side where it was like that style of, of instrumentation, but um, they layered it with melody um, and lyrics over it. Right. And there was a little bit of like, a little bit of the screaming, um, but that wasn't that wasn't their style until later albums. Um, but that album was like seriously so good, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, I I I didn't really branch out much beyond that because um, I I couldn't find something else that I was interested in that kind of sounded similar at the time. Right, right. Um, but yeah, I, I I've had a little bit of 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 uh listening to it and i think after this session i I might want to pick up like a little bit more like checking out some of the bands that you you listed and again maybe finding stuff that i might like again um because even watching that video i'm like oh yeah there's certain styles where i'm like i can definitely see myself listening to it or even like when we were again driving together i'm like oh i can appreciate like some of this for sure yeah yeah um again it might not necessarily be my personal like first choice of music to listen to but yeah, I, I can definitely learn to love and appreciate it too. Yeah. Hey, maybe I'll uh, send you uh, some suggestions, maybe yeah. things that you might like. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, but yeah, that, I think that about covers our session today on yeah, metal. Yeah. Um, but the last thing we want to do is um, go over our wreck of the week. Yes. Um, so our wreck of the week this week, um, because again, uh, we have different levels of, of appreciation for this genre. So we broadened out a bit um, and we wanted to talk about our favorite venues. So yeah. we've been to different concerts at different kinds of venues. Um, what's your favorite venue that you've been um, been to for a concert? My favorite concert that I've gone to is a Gojira concert. Um, I think that was actually my first heavy metal concert. So that it had a lot of um, great memories with it. It was at the House of Blues in Anaheim. Mm. But, you know, it, it's an okay venue. Like, it, it's sizable and kind of kind of small, to be honest. Yeah. For, like, but I think the concert venue that wowed me the most is the Wiltern in downtown L.A. around oh, K-Town. Um, okay. I saw a uh, not not really a metal uh, band, but um, a guy named Stephen Wilson, which I man I, I strongly um, vouch for too. Like he's a English songwriter who um, is just so talented, um, very touching and very just great music, very um, just very skilled as well. Yeah. Um, and I saw them, and it was a mixture of how great they their show was, but also it's like almost like this 1930s vibe of a mm. venue. Um, it's it's beautiful there, and uh, that's the one I, I recommend. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what did you like about the venue, though? What what made it stand out as opposed to other venues that you've been to? It's just the vibe was awesome. Um, it's really big. It's more of a concert hall than, than a, okay. just like a show venue. Um, there are like kind of a couple layers. Unfortunately, we sat more on the top, so we were a little bit farther from the stage. But um, it really just felt like you were seeing a legit show, um, yeah. like fancy, you know, like I felt like I should be there in my tux, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was just beautiful, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. How about you, man? Oh, man. Um, so one of the venues I enjoyed most is the very first concert I went to, which is a Reliant K concert, but I actually can't remember the name of the venue uh, because it was so long ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that... If I ever like find that place again, I think that place has a soft spot in my heart. Because mm. again, um, back in our Angels and Demons, um, I don't I don't know if I shared this, but um, Reliant K was actually the what really got me into listening to more music as a whole. Mm. Um, so going to that concert was kind of like a symbolic, like I guess, cracking of the egg. That was your, or, that was your gateway. Yeah, right? that was my gateway. Um, I think more recently though, it's a tie between. Um, Hollywood Bowl mm. and the Troubadour. So oh. those are very different venues. Um, Hollywood Bowl is ginormous. Um, yeah. And the last concert I went to was actually a Chance the Rapper concert. Oh, nice. And yeah, just, I mean, when you have that space, um, especially for a stage that size, you you got, you, you can put on a crazy show. Yeah. Um, and I think that's um, for like a musician and performer or band is is cool because they have that creative flexibility mm -hmm. um troubadour it's it's a homey little like small venue um but it's a, it's cool man yeah um, the vibe you get because you know those venues are small you get dedicated crowds you know like right, people who right. really really love what they're going there for mm -hmm. and yeah you you're surrounded by like-minded people uh, in that sense and yeah, it feels like home, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why I love I love that venue. I have not been to either of them. Really, I 
I mean, I hear and see videos of Hollywood Bowl, and it looks awesome. Like, just not, never, uh, never been. Yeah, I mean, I, I think if you find like an opportunity to go um, to that venue for something you, you know, something you're listening to, yeah, I highly encourage it. Um, yeah, but that I think that about wraps up our session today. What you know? How did you feel after sharing all this? Um, it was great for me to hear it, honestly. Like, yeah. this is such a big part of your life. And yeah. um, I'm sure the listeners can appreciate, hopefully, a little bit about this thing that maybe most people probably don't know about. Yeah. And I, I know you mentioned this in your gaming episode of like hoping to break some stigmas or yeah. at least educate and put some different lights onto a specific topic. And I wanted to take an even deeper dive into metal than yeah. our Angels and Demons episode because. Um, like you said, it is a huge part of my life. I, I love metal music. Music has defined and has been an escape for me, you know, growing up. Yeah. So um, that in itself uh, just shows like it helped me, and I think there's a lot of beauty in it. Even though people may hate it, may speak negatively and not love it, but right. I think, um, yeah, just hopefully the background, the history of metal to the, the breakdown of what it looks like nowadays. Um, hopefully it's uh, shine some light on that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for joining us today. Um, you know, if you're joining us for the first time because you were like, metal? They're going to talk about metal? You know, thanks yeah. for joining us. Um, check out other other sessions. Um, but yeah, this was session 11. You can follow us on our um, our Instagram and Twitter. Um, both handles are at just drive pod again that's at just drive pod um if you want to hear us uh ramble about a topic that we haven't done yet um you can email us and suggest it to us at just drive pod at gmail.com again that's just drive pod at gmail.com so again follow us listen to us and maybe share with your friends um, so they can learn too great episode a lot of fun as always we will see you next time see ya